is sufficient for you. My loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effectively in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses 
so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. So I'm well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may take your seats, but as you take your seat, I want to talk for the next few moments from the theme, Only the Strong Survive. Only the strong survive. Some of you are as old as I am, and some of you are a little bit younger, so you might not have the same recall and memory as some of us older saints. And some of y'all who are more seasoned than I will remember it with better clarity because you were probably dancing on the floor when Jerry Butler sang that song in 1968. Only the strong survive. I remember my first love affair. Somehow or another, the whole darn thing went wrong. And mama had some great advice. So I thought I'd put it in the words of this song. I can still hear her saying, boy, I see you sitting out there all alone crying your eyes out. Because the woman that you love is gone. Oh, there's going to be. There's going to be a whole lot of trouble in your life. Ah, so listen to me. Get up off your knees, because only the strong survive. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> only the strong survive. Only the strong survive. Here the best part. Yeah, you got to be strong. You got to hold on. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, 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 um... I think that Jerry hit on something. Uh, not issues related to natural selection as in survival of the fittest. No, Jerry Butler hit on something that relates to life in general. That when we go through things, only the strong survive. Those sentiments, those words must have meant something because it was re that song was remade several times, including by Elvis Presley, Skeeter Davis, Billy Paul, Larry Carlton, and in 2022, Bruce Springsteen took a shot at it. I think that the refrain or the vamp, as they sometimes refer to it, resonated at a deeper level, speaking to the struggles of life and the adversities that each of us experience. That it takes strength to handle life's challenges. And life is filled with challenges. And it takes strength, and only the strong survive. I, I suppose that I, um, on this Sunday, as we enter this conversation here, I, I, I thought about the fact that this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and the end of it. And there are survivors who are sitting in front of me. And there are those of you who know survivors. 
And there are those of us who have both known survivors and some of them have made their transition to glory. And I think about it because the breast cancer uh, strong survivor list is numerous. I, I guess there are a lot of famous people. Because it doesn't just attack those of us who are not in Hollywood or not on Broadway, but there are a lot of folks who have gotten this dreaded disease. Sharon Doherty, who is an actress and was working her way through advanced breast cancer. Uh, yeah, brothers, uh, Matthew Knowles discovered that he carried the BRCA gene and ended up with that dreaded disease. Yes, even Julia Lewis-Dreyfus was an actress who earned another Emmy nomination after her cancer treatment. And Joan London, who goes back to some of us many years, a journalist and TV personality, was advocating for breast cancer awareness when she discovered her own. Juliana Ranchi, who was a TV personality, underwent a double mastectomy after discovering her cancer. Adrian Mitchell, Andrea Mitchell, the journalist, had a early stages of breast cancer. Wanda Sykes, the most funny comedian, opted for a preventative double mastectomy. Melissa Etheridge, singer, was diagnosed with breast cancer, stage two breast cancer. Edie Falco, an actress, survived stage one breast cancer. Peter Chris, the drummer, had a cancerous lump in his chest. Suzanne Summers, an actress and entrepreneur, beat breast cancer. Christina Applegate, an actress, learned that she had the BRCA gene and a genetic mutation as well. Cheryl Crow, singer, had early stages of breast cancer and has been in the battle. All of you know Robin Roberts from ABC Good Morning America, who battled breast cancer. Or hold a copy who was an international broadcast journalist when she discovered that she was suffering with breast cancer. And one of my favorite from my childhood, Diane Carroll, Broadway star and television trailblazer, she too had breast cancer. I could go on and on and on. Uh, matter of fact, we took four out last night. I could have kept going before I got there. I have so many more. Angelina Jolie, who had preventative double mastectomy. But I don't have to go outside of there. There are people here in this room who know all too well what it's like to deal with the stress and the strain of breast cancer. But it is not just breast cancer that I wish to talk about because I think that what the apostle gives us in this text today is something that is really powerful and something that's going to bless you whether you have that or just have life challenges like many of us today who are grieving. The Apostle Paul gives us three lessons of what I call the Apostle survivor's mentality. There's a survivor's mentality. There's a, a way in which you must approach life. Because no matter what one wants to say, when you read the text about the Apostle Paul, despiritualize it for a moment. 
here's a man who is sick with whatever this thorn in the flesh is, who whether you take it to the spiritual side or the natural side, he's got a problem that ain't going away. And I used ain't intentionally. He has a chronic problem that is not going to be resolved. There's not a doctor that's going to fix it. There's no medicine. He doesn't have a chance to run up on, on Jesus like the woman with the issue of blood and grab the hem of his garment who had expended all of her resources. No. He's talked to Jesus. He's been in Jesus' presence. He's been knocked from his beast by the presence of the Lord. He's had his eyes opened up. He's had a lot of experiences talking with God. He's even been to third heaven. He's been right there at the throne room. And God has answered him, no. What if God says no? Oh, wait a minute. You, you think God's answer is always yes. You think God's answer is always healing. You think God's answer is always deliverance. You misread the Bible. Come here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Lord, deliver us from the fiery furnace. The answer must have been no, because he let them go in. Come here, Daniel. You've been praying three times a day. I know you know God. If anybody can get out of going in the lion's den, it ought to be you. The answer must have been no, because he ended up in the lion's den. The reality is that not all of life's answers are the ones that you ideally want. And not all of God's responses to your prayers are in the ways in which you want God to respond. We don't control God. We don't control life. We don't control death. We don't control all the vicissitudes in between. What we learn from him Three lessons that I think help me today and, and help all of those who are, have ever struggled in life. And so let me see if I can lay them out differently for you today. The first thing he does is he recognized his distress. He recognized his distress. Now, now that, that's important because, see, sometimes you and I face crisis but we don't want to act like it is a crisis. We face trouble, but we want to act like it's not there. We want to act like if I don't pay attention to this lump, it'll go away. If I don't pay attention to this stuff over here, it won't happen. If I put my head under the covers, the boogeyman will leave. He puts it right out there. Here's my stuff. Here's what I'm dealing with. 
I, I, I got some stuff I'm dealing with right here. I've been praying about it, and I'm going to publicly admit to everyone that I have been exhaustively before God. And I want everybody to know, uh, you better get this here, that the struggle is real. I need you to know the struggle is real. That I've been going through something. It hasn't been easy. I've been dealing with it. I've been dealing, it's been bothering me enough that I keep praying about it. Now, now everybody tries to figure out what the thorn in the flesh was. Was it, was he going through something physical? Was it mental? Was it emotional? What it was. And I'm glad we don't know because your thorn in the flesh can be put in its place and you can see yourself at this moment now with what you're dealing with and you can go ahead and recognize your distress you don't have to act like it ain't happening listen he, he, he helps us here because he lets us know there's no shame in expressing genuine emotions when dealing with trauma There's no shame in just saying, look here, I, I don't have to go to God. I've been, I've been talking to God. I've been having a hard time with this. I've got a thorn in the flesh. There's something going on with me. And, and, and it feels like the messenger of Satan is buffeting me. I don't know what's happening. Maybe God's trying to keep my ego in check. Maybe God's trying to keep me from getting conceited. Maybe God's trying to let me know I'm only human and reminding me of my humanity. I don't know what's going on, but it was Whatever it is, I haven't been able to eliminate what's going on and I'm dealing with it and I'm just going to be honest about the fact that I've been dealing with life and life has not been dealing easily with me. I feel some type of way about it because I prayed and I went before God three times but God didn't give me the answer I was looking for. I, 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 I sometimes uh, I sometimes wonder how it is that we we sometimes get a utopian idea about our relationship with the divine, and we almost think with these rose-colored Christian lenses that God does whatever you tell God to do. You're a good person. God does what I tell him to do. Everybody else got it. Oh, you need a little more faith. You must have weak faith. You couldn't make God do that. Where's your faith? When maybe it has nothing to do with faith. Nothing at all. It's just life. Yeah, 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 it's that other use of profanity. See, y'all say them other words. Y'all y'all throw them around. Y'all be, you know, you got the S's and the D's and all those. And then you put words in front of to modify it. You know, you, you got all that. I don't need those. I got one. I got a good four-letter word. Life. What's wrong with you? Life. 
you man, life. The, the, the reality is that he prays and he yet has this harassing thing there. But he doesn't act as though it's not there and he doesn't try to hide it. If you notice, the people I put up there on the screen, the only reason we even know about them is they have shared their stories. They recognize that someone else may benefit from knowing they are not alone. You see, sometimes you got to own your truth. You got to own your story. Even owning your own struggle. Even being able to say, nah, this didn't feel good. Nah, mm. yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. You see, I may say praise the Lord, but at the same time, I'm also saying, God, I don't understand, but I receive your will. I don't understand it, but I accept it. Um, Reverend Hall sent me a note, and some of you who sent me um, text messages and, and thank you so much for your love and sharing my, my, my sister uh, Sheila's son, her only son, her only begotten child passed away this week and uh, and, and I, I uh, it was a, it's a very difficult time for us and, and uh, Rufus understands because his mother just passed away this week and Chandler's father just passed away and, and we just, it's, it's, like, it's like death all around and folk getting sick and, 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 and I've got one of my, my, my favorite deacons who's in now in a nursing home and I, there's stuff going on and you can't deal with it. Watch this, I, I, so I sent, Reverend Hall sent me a greeting and I sent her back this little note and I've sent it to some of y'all. I just simply said, thank you. We'll need your prayers. We accept the will of God but our hearts will miss his earthly light. That's just truth. I accept the will, but I can't act as though I'm not hurt. I can't act as though my siblings and watching them as they were and, and watching Glory in the hospital room, I can't can't act as though that, that I can't act as though the tears. You you don't understand. Let me let me help you again. I'm watch this, watch this, watch this. At some point, Paul does something different in here. Not only does he recognize the, his distress, but he reckoned with his dilemma. He reckoned with his dilemma. What do you mean, Reverend, reckoned with his dilemma? Well, because at some point, I got to make sense of what I'm dealing with. Now, I'm, 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 I'm walking down somebody's alley because this is, this is going to bless your heart now. At some point, you have to make sense of what you are experiencing within your own rational cognitive mind. And when you do that, you're able to settle in and deal with what is. Okay, I, I'm trying to help you here. You, you're missing all this goodness here. 
Paul said, Paul says, I know what God told me. And if you notice what's missing in what Paul says is he does not tell us how God told him. He doesn't say, I got a prophetic word. He doesn't say, I dreamed a dream. He just said, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. I'm about to bless your socks off. Let me hear you. See, he just says, my grace, my loving kindness, and my mercy are, are more than enough and are always available regardless of the situation. My grace is sufficient for you. Mm, mm. you. You see, you see, what 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 Paul may be hitting to us with is this: is that we recognize that he could not deal with what he was dealing with on his own. So he realized that the power that he was functioning in didn't belong to him. It must be God carrying me right now. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Y'all got to help me right here. Listen, see, what he got to is the place that says, if God isn't going to take it away, his grace is going to take me through it. Let me say that one more again. Let me say that one. If God isn't going to take it away, his grace is going to take me through it. Y'all, I need to say that to somebody up in the balcony. If God isn't going to take it away, his grace is going to take me through it. If God isn't going to take it away, his grace is going to take me through it. If God isn't going to take it away, his grace is going to take me through it. I'm saying that for somebody, but you need to say it for yourself. God, if you're not going to heal this, your grace has got to take me through it. God, if you're not going to fix it, your grace has got to take me through it. God, if you're not going to bring them back, your grace has got to take me through it. God, if you're not going to change it, your grace has got to take me through it. And I hear God responding, my grace is sufficient for you. You can't do it on your own, but the grace of God. I feel like preaching in here. You can't make it on your own. Uh, I can hear my digging now. Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I just want to thank you and praise you too because your grace and mercy. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm just about done. I'm, I'm, I'm. Only the strong survive, and I know you. You probably think I'm talking about your strength. And uh, I've seen some of y'all in the gym occasionally, and I, 
that that ain't gonna work. That 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 ain't that that ain't no 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 no. No, that that ain't gonna work. I you know I'm, I mean I I just being honest. You know some of us don't walk that well anymore. Uh, running is out the question. The only time we quick step is if it's to the bathroom. And that's because life is making us rush again. <laughs> so I, you know, I, and I just looked around. I don't see Mr. Olympia, or, you know, Miss Olympia up in here. You, you know, little big muscles that stick out and neck and chest and arm. I mean, y'all look good, but yeah. Thank God for clothes. <laughs> it's too much fun. Let me, let me I'm, I'm gonna close this here. Watch, watch this now. Here it is. I believe that the key to this entire message lies in verse 10. He says, verse 10, therefore I take pleasure in infirmity. In reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm weak, I'm weak. So how is it that he says that when I'm weak, then I'm strong? Third point, and this is the thing that's going to help you go home. This is it. When I close this, I'm all done. He realized his draw. He realized his draw. Yeah. Let me, can I read it to you again in the Amplified? And we're going to have it. We're going to leave out of here shouting happy. Watch this. He says, so I'm well pleased with weaknesses and with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I'm weak in human strength, so the weakness he was talking about was his humanity. See, see, you, you could just touch yourself and say, this bite here might get weak. My body might get weak. My, my body might get frail. But when my body and my spirit start to get weak, that's when I start turning it over. That's when I start pulling on my unseen source. Yeah, yeah, my body, my flesh may be weak, but I got another resource that you can't see. There's a second tank hanging around me that has energy that you might not be able to see. Watch what he says. He says, then I am strong. I'm truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. I'm done, y'all. What I want to tell you is the strong survive when they know how to draw on God's strength. When they realize my strength can't make it, but God 
God's strength can. My power is too weak, but my God is a powerful God. I serve an almighty, all-knowing, powerful God. And since my God is omnipotent, and since he has power, I'm not worried about anything. I'm drawing on the power of the living God. I put my trust in God. I draw on his power. Come on, give God a praise. No, it's not I, but Christ that lives in me. His strength, his power. I'm going to make it. His strength, his power. You're going to make it. His strength, his power. We make it. Draw on him. Draw on him. Pull on him. Call on him. He is. He's sufficient. He's able. He'll fix it. Hallelujah. Come on and bless his name with me. Thank you, Lord. I draw on him so that in my weakness, his strength takes over and I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. I will make it. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We extend an invitation today. Maybe there's somebody who's in the sanctuary now or someone online who knows that you need a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and even with the church. I want to offer you Christ right now. And I want to extend you an invitation. If you're online, reach out to me. Area code 860-443-604 sticks, extension 110. Reach out to me. Write me at church admin at shilohandlcomplex.org and say, Bishop, I, I need that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there's one. No defeat. And I know only all is well
You may be seated in sanctuary. Woo! Y'all hit that. Thank you so much. Yes, I know. Only Speaks to my my sanctification right there.
you all the love of the Lord. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for watching online. Let me ask you now to give, prepare your offering. If you're in the sanctuary and you desire to give, you can give by Cash App, by Givelify, or you can uh, also put your envelope now in the offering plate as you leave this morning. Um, get your offering in your hand wherever you are. If it's on your device, just hold your device in your hand. And I want to just bless it. Saints online, please don't forget. Get your gifts ready as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for our gifts, our tithes, our offerings, our capital gifts. We give it unto the kingdom of God for the work of God. And we ask God that you bless us, that we, Lord, were grateful enough to share that which you've given unto us in the spirit of generosity. Allow us to be a blessing to others. And God, in our blessing others, let them feel from us the very giftedness and love of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.